Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet, Zalara of Sin Ilnor, Blessed of Shamhara, World Protecting, Elven Druid Monk, Garen Kelso, Dimension Hopping Vagabond, High Elf Bladesinger, APU Warforged Fighter, Siobhan, the Half Mud Huntress, and the Crucian Crew. Usk, Lizardman Druid. Rosihana Iron Cold Lee Green Roblex Bluebeard, aka Rosie, Gnome Artificer Bard. Nita, the Raging Mother Bear of Shamhara. Drathan, Inspiring Leader, Scourge Azamar, Paladin of the Ancients. Can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? All right, so uh, last time the Chaos Quartet jumped into the fray on the Plain of Boiling Mud. Siobhan's shooting people down. Zalara started helping the, the terrorists. Um, APU was going nuts because we were doing things that were illegal. Um, we got fully into the fight, and then in the middle of it, Garen hypnotic patterned Thaddeus and some of the other terrorists. And while he was incapacitated, they thought, why not just steal all his stuff and bypass all of the DM's planned adventure? That's not and that's true. what they did. I, I, I planned for this contingency from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. All right. So actually, let's pick up really where we left off. You've uh, The Chaos Quartet has made their way out back to the Infinite Staircase with the intention of going to the uh, Plane of Chaos. Is there anything else you would like to do out on the staircase or are you just heading that direction? There's probably not much that you're able to do on the staircase. So, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, are we rested? Um, you're not. If you want to rest, you can. That was going to yeah. be my thought. That would be probably good. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Camp out on the landing. All right. So you guys camp out on the landing. Um, one thing you'll notice, actually, everybody give me a perception roll. <laughs> Always good at those. <laughs> what game am I playing? Can I use real dice? No. Okay. Nine. <laughs> Twelve. Twenty-four. <laughs> Eighteen. All right. So APU and Zalara. Um, as you're there and uh, you guys are arresting up, both of you notice that behind, on this landing there, um, there seems to be some blood splatters on the wall. And you'll find um, APU, you'll actually find somebody's guild card for uh, Traveler's Guild. It's covered in blood. It's just, a, it's been shredded up. Um, and it looks like somebody um, who was an, an aeronaut uh, traveler. And so um, you will just find that blood there and, and that. So it looks like some people have been killed here. Uh, pick up the card pieces. Someone may be in danger. Uh, um, I think perhaps they're already taken care of. Yeah, it looks like from the amount of blood that somebody's dead, AP. True. I'll just drop the stuff to the floor. <laughs> can I pick up the card and try to determine who it was? Or um, You can look at the card. You know their first name was Grax, but you can't even read their, their last name. Okay. So no idea what kind of creature, what they really did, or anything like that. It's just... Okay. Yep. Well, that's weird. Moving on. <laughs> so you continue your rest... Um, nothing occurs, and then you begin walking up the staircase to the plane of chaos. 
as you're traveling up the uh, staircase, you're not sure quite how long it takes. It feels like maybe half a day, though it's hard to say. As you are making your way up to that particular um, gate, you start noticing that it's almost as the as if the chaos may be seeping out a little bit because the staircase gets a little more swervy. The steps don't make sense. It's not equal between equal distance between each other. And then you find yourself in front of a swirling mass that is circular. It looks like a gate, um, but it is definitely just like this chaotic uh, mess of lightning and mud and, and everything else just kind of swirling around in front of you. This is probably not a good idea. Are we ready to do this? Uh, we're looking for Kavalian's key. That's all we're going for, right? And this was the key we we're talking about that can open any door unlimited amounts of times. Why are we- you cut out? I didn't catch that. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, I don't remember. Why are we doing this? <laughs> uh, he he had said it was very important. I, I I can I can remind you for sure. Um, Kavalian, when we met him in um the capital city of. Thalmer. Right. He said it was really important, but then we're that, here because... Help prevent what was going on in our plane. And I have the heartstone of the goddess to hide. Maybe that's what we were doing. Hiding it in the chaos plane. I, I personally don't know what you were planning to do with the heartstone. I thought we had to get the key to get back to your realm to bring that house, the nature stone thing back. Technically, with our chronology, we can just return with the, the heart. I thought, I thought the idea was before we had to go to the Chaos Plane to get the key that could go back, because that's how we are going to get a chronology. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, that's no, just the, the chronology key. was to get to the Chaos Plane. Oh, okay. I'll shut up now. Let's uh, <sighs> do a search in my notes. Maybe they are more accurate. So... <laughs> the key itself is here somewhere and we're going to go meet oh and plus we're going to meet Kavalian because technically we met he's still on the chaos plane correct remember that was he was part of it split. he was turned into the the bit of him that remained was the traitor and then Kavalian is actually still trapped on in the, the plane, plane. So we're going to go free him. And he'll have of. all of his knowledge of everything that he knew before. And he said that he could help. Okay. I, I think that's enough to go on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but. So there's a fellow in here who was split in two. And he has a key that can get us back. And I'm hoping he will know enough to know what to do with the heart of the goddess as well. And why would he know? Is he a druid? He's been around forever, as far as I know. <gasps> That's right. Zalara is the only one who's met Abernathy. <laughs> oh. So, so this fellow, um, he traveled with. <sighs> Margraine's not here either. Um, he traveled with. It would have been Margraine's parents. Um, and at the time, he was old, and they ended up in the Chaos Realm, and he split, and he was very knowledgeable i don't know how knowledgeable but he knew a lot of the old things around and i mean enough to go searching and find the gate to the chaos plane to begin with um and i think he has more potential knowledge of what 
we can do to help save existence. So what you're saying is that he knows a lot about what's going on in our world? He seemed to, or at least he should have a better clue of it. That's enough for me. I'm in. All right. One more time. I guess I'll hold up the key, see what happens, because I have no idea. (laughs) You hold up the key, and it's like that um, swirl of randomness comes out and grabs hold of the key. It opens up, and you are all drawn in, and you find yourself in a torrent of, like, electrical storms, water splashing all around. You've got chunks of earth shooting all around you. The air around you is just ripping against your skin, and you find you can't breathe. Um, Everybody takes six points of electrical damage from this primordial soup. Ouch. And then suddenly the primordial soup around you completely vanishes. And now you are standing on a chunk of earth and around you is just a void of insanity. You see just roiling chaos, the primordial soup. You see stones turning into diamonds, then exploding into molten liquid, which then freezes and bursts into flame and little tiny fire droplets. And then the ground under you disappears and you find yourself just floating out in this void. Hmm. This doesn't feel very safe. Maybe we should strap together. <clears throat> I'm going to start tying a rope around my waist. <laughs> I'll do likewise. All right, hmm. start tying a rope around your waist. Do we, is it the same rope? Is that what you're doing? Well, I was going to hand it off to somebody else to tie together, so. Yeah, we have what, 50 foot? That'd be enough to tie four people together? Two people at least, and then we can tie the ends together so that we're all connected. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan. All oh, right. nice. So that so, when one of us falls, all of us can. Well, what you find is as you are trying to move over to hand the rope, like two of you can do it very easily. The two are closest together. But when you try to hand it to the other two, you find you can't actually walk. I think about being closer to the next person. And you see that Garen just kind of floats over to the next person. Ah, that is fun. How did you do that, Garen? Uh, Just think, like, I want to be over here, and I was over here. What happens if we think about other things? You probably shouldn't do that. (laughs) Uh, I think about a large glass of water. Give me a intelligence check, DC, for a glass of water, DC 15. Oh, man. (laughs) Intelligence check? Am I smart enough? No, that's a seven. (laughs) All right, so you start thinking that, and you see that some um, uh, molten, you see some sand kind of come together. It gets really hot and then just dissipates, and then suddenly a a stream of water just shoots out and hits you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And what Um, were you trying to do, Zilara? I just, I was thinking of a glass of water, and it... Well, did that. Hmm. Well, maybe think harder <laughs> next time. Uh, but I think it might be best not to conjure up anything that... Maybe just nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if you think about the person we're looking for? Maybe he'll that come to us. Sounds good. I'm, I'm make sure we're all tied together first. So Okay. Go ahead <laughs> yeah, and... Um, I'm the only one who would that. Know. Go ahead and give me um, an intelligence check. This is going to be, since you don't know really what this person looks like, you have no idea where they are, it's going to be a DC 25. Well, I had to max out on that, so. Mm. Seven with a plus five. Me so, too. Or just whoever Karen. wants to do that. So, 
15 oh, for Zalara. I, I only have a plus one. There's no way I could make that. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure the person is like. <laughs> no. Pretty sure Garen's the only one Everyone that could it. have done it. <laughs> 11. Oh, yeah, and Garen doesn't even know Abernathy, so it would have been even harder for him. So Zalara's the only one who would have had the DC 25. <laughs> All right, so um, through this just uh, insane, chaotic, really uh, just this roiling insanity that's all around you, you do see a large, well, semi-large ship come flying through. It looks like a, just like a, a, a large sailboat. Um, you know, it's, it's got its masts up. It's, it's probably big enough for about, you know, 20, 30 people. And you do see um, on the front of the ship, there is a tiefling who's, waving down at you. And he says, do you all need some help? Hmm? Yes. Uh, mm. Well, come aboard. We throw down a rope ladder for you to climb. I think do myself over. Do we want to do this? What else uh, do we have to do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to start climbing the uh, yeah. rope ladder. All right, you climb right. the rope ladder. And as soon as you get close to the ship itself, you can grab a hold of the rope ladder, and it's like there's actual gravity again. And oh. so you're able to actually just climb up the rope ladder. Interesting. You get on board the ship, and the tiefling bows to you. He says, welcome aboard. I am Lorenzo Drumon, captain of this fine vessel. Lorenzo. Drumon. I am Garen. Pleasure captain to meet you. Captain of nothing. <laughs> Very few people are captain of anything. Indeed. These are my companions, Zilara, APU, Madam, and Siobhan. Madam, welcome aboard. Um, it looks like you may be a little bit lost. Did you accidentally walk through a portal? Nope, we nope. knew what we were doing. Well, We just don't know what to do now. Hmm. Most people don't intentionally come to the plane of Limbo. We Limbo. are not most people. Yes, we well. Are. Yes. Go ahead. No, please continue. You are what? I don't remember now. <laughs> uh, is the plane of limbo and the plane of chaos the same thing? Oh, yes. It depends on what you want to call it. There's certain, uh, you know, cosmologies out there that call it limbo, certain ones that call it chaos. It really just depends. Oh, I see. Yeah. Then we are indeed in the right place. So what are you doing here if most people avoid it? Oh, well, I am a trader. I uh, found that I could make quite the profit working with the Gizzerai. And what are those? Uh, they're a race of people who uh, live here, fairly peaceful, monastic in nature. They've, they've really figured out how to master this plane, and so I have been really profiting off of uh, plane skipping, if you will. Um, you know, obviously they can work with anything that is non-living, um, as, as far as building up uh, these beautiful adamantium monasteries and, and this ground, but they obviously need to eat as well, so uh, they can't create you know, um, cows or anything of that nature. So, you know, they need to work with traders like myself who can go from plane to plane quite easily and um, bring them the food that they need. Interesting. There are quite a few of us. Many people will sometimes come here after just, you know, maybe not always for the best reasons, but um, to try and hide um, many times. If, if they have a strong enough mindset, of course, to really live here. It, it takes quite a bit, of course. Mm, I can imagine. Right. 
And do people who live here tend to gather all in one place, or...? It depends on the different islands. Of course, um, I'm not sure if you're able to, if you've seen this yet or not, and he just holds out his hands, and then suddenly he's got a um, um, small piece of dirt in his hands that's flat. It's actually like a little land, and he starts growing grass on it by concentrating very hard. Um, He says, as you can see, if you concentrate hard enough, and then he just kind of flings it away out into the chaos, and it explodes into a bunch of doves, which turn into alligators that dive down. He says, you can, actually, if you focus hard enough, you can create land so there are many floating land masses with small cities small villages and um, not many but there are some out there especially with the gifts though they don't allow too many of us actually in there mm-hmm. hmm. so are these gifts are they native to this place I don't believe so. I'm not sure on their whole history but um, no I think they just mastered it they've been here longer than anyone else if time well, that... means anything here and it, it kind of doesn't <laughs> Right. Um, Does time be... pass? Go, Go ahead. Go ahead, Zilara. Um, would there be? Would people from other realms kind of take up residence with them? Or you said they don't really let people in. It, yes. It, the only time they will is um, occasionally they will allow people to come in as they are bringing on one of their younger Gitzerai who is slowly building up the Andamintium uh, monastery. So, for instance, we are heading to Chantium, which is one of the uh, city islands, and it is more populated by non-Gitzerai than Gitzerai, though they do have one there who is slowly building up his monastery. So each Ginjirai has their own adamantine monastery? Not each. Um, usually there is one who is their um, anarch, who is, 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 I believe what they call it, it's basically their anchor. And then they'll have other people. They're all very good at maintaining it. Um, it's part of their training, as I understand. They all very, you know, can focus on keeping the structure in place just, just while existing. They're able to split their mind that way. I see. Um... So you have to continue focusing on the thing to keep it alive. And many people focusing on one thing to keep it there will help to maintain mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yes, exactly. For that instance, um, dear Catherine Solis is is um, our, I guess you would say, engine of the ship. Um, you know, you may meet her later, but she's, she's down below. She is keeping the ship together and she's keeping it moving in the right direction. Interesting. So if everything is chaos and nothing is solid except for what you concentrate on for very long periods of time, how do you know where things are? Oh, that's a good question. Um, they're not always in the same spot, so that's part of the focusing. Is you have to make sure you know what you're going toward as well. You have to have some kind of description, some kind of mindset about what it looks like, or else it won't work. You'll just drift off into the nothingness that is chaos for forever. Okay. So I noticed once we came close to the ship, we were able to move like normal. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's there... Katrine again, being able to keep us all in place and going in the right direction. Ah, she must have a strong will. Very strong. Very strong. Interesting. And so, Siobhan is suddenly oh, thinking very hard about how much that she likes to be on this ship. <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> it being solid underneath her is very important to her. <laughs> yes. Lorenzo, Captain Lorenzo, um, you said you go from place to place. Is that mm-hmm. out of the Chaos Realm? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, nothing just naturally grows here. You can't have any agriculture or um, you can't raise sheep or cattle or anything. So we do have to go out and to different realms and, and acquire those things. And when you leave, does does time pass? 
Yes, of course. Hmm. Okay. Does it pass differently between wherever yes. you're going and here? Okay. Very differently. Yes. Is it usually faster or slower? Or is it just random? It's random. That would make sense. Well, I guess our world might not be there when we get back. Or you may go back to the beginning. Talar just looks oh. at you. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh shit, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> Look is completely on Solara's face and she's just silent for a little bit. <laughs> so, a uh, quick question, just in the hypothetical. If there was yes. somebody who was supposed to be here... On Limbo that we were looking to meet, could we mm-hmm. potentially arrive here on Limbo before they have? Right, that that is a possibility. Okay, <clears throat> excellent. Interesting. Um, I'm still not used to. We've I've only been plane hopping a little bit, so the time really messes with me. Though you do know that they are here from the past. You're focused on them as having already been here, so chances are, as you are looking for them, you will find them as you focus toward them, which is already being here. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So I'm thinking very, very hard about Abernathy, then. APU is just thinking about trying to find other Warforged. (laughs) I was going to say, how is APU handling this, being such a lawful guy? He's trying not to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Law's a funny thing. He's just going to go by his own internal governance and just impose that on people. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out APU's actually lawful evil. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he got broken. (laughs) I do not suppose there are people who could help us find someone? Or is that purely on us? Yes, I, I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, you can talk around. We are going to Chantium, and um, I'm, I'm, unless you are looking to hire out our ship, um, I think at that point we'd part ways. But if you would like to speak with anybody there, of course you could. It's not a big, um, big island, but there are a few people there. Hmm. So if somebody was stranded in the Chaos Plane, mm-hmm. um, would they more likely find a city like this? go to or do you think they would just be destroyed that is really dependent on them it is it depends on how strong their mind is okay the stronger the mind the more likely i mean <clears throat> there are people who've created their own little fiefdoms and then there are other people who are obliterated have you heard of people being split in two before i've heard of it i it's it's rare and i think that's something you might need to ask around about i i have heard of that but it is not it is not a common occurrence okay would you like some uh, food or some drink while we're making our trip? Um, that sounds splendid. Sure. All right. He just directs a, a couple of his uh, sailors. He says, Tom, Igor, get them some food. And um, they go out and um, they set up a little table there on the deck for you and uh, bring you all some food and drink. Um, is there anything else that you guys would like to do on the journey? You guys, I mean, any other internal um, discussions you want to have? Before, wait, was that? Yeah, it's a ritual. Um, I will gather everyone together and say, all right, well, since we are in this place and we do not know anything about what we are doing, um, it might help to converse silently if such a thing works here. And I'll cast Rary's telepathic bond between the four of us. What kind of spell is that? Divination. All right. And what level spell is it? Uh, five. 
All right, so first you got to make an uh, intelligence arcana check with a DC of 15. Oh, man. Arcana? Mm-hmm. 25. Okay. Um, 25. Okay. Well, you did pass that. Great. Um, so you were able to uh, cast that spell. Did it feel harder or anything? Yeah, it felt harder, and it feels, as you will continue to start talking, you can hear almost like it's it's interference. You remember, like, whenever you used to have a bunch of landlines way back in the day, and occasionally you'd have you'd hear people from down the street talking as well. It's kind of like that, where you hear, oh, Julie is such a bitch, and stuff like that in the background. Hi, <laughs> Julie. Huh. So, like, I, I can hear that now, or, like, when I was casting? Now. It's just continuous. Oh. And so I'll say... In, in the mind so we can communicate now directly with our minds without speaking who's julie um i think i picked up some uh other people's thoughts here i do not believe casting works the same as it does on our realm interesting yes it was actually quite hard for me to cast this so well congratulations mm, yes i'm just worried now <laughs> <laughs> This is a very useful uh, spell, Garen. It would have been very useful on the plane of boiling mud. It would have, if only I had cast it on you. But we did not know each other then, and uh, I am willing to trust in this crazy place, so to a certain extent. I see. We did just meet. You do realize this, yes. <laughs> of it course. Like we've been together for a while. <laughs> Months. Yeah, even. Time, time is tricky in these planes and plane <laughs> jumping. <laughs> it is indeed. Yes. So, go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say, as you guys are talking, you, you know, there's a bunch of crazy stuff flying around. And you do see what looks like almost like a rat king, except it's a bunch of uh, infant humans all tied together, screaming and flying through space. Wow. And Lorenzo says, oh, so, yes, that's, sorry about that. That can be disturbing to see for the first time. There, There is a god who apparently is obsessed with bathing. And if babies aren't bathed early enough and they die, they come here. That oh, is weird. Oh, what? What god is that? I don't know. It's, it's just something somebody told me once. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> right. I mean, we have seen a lot of things in our time, but... That's does that exist now because a god actually does that or because you believe a god does that so now it does exist in this area hmm that that is a great question i am not a philosopher and uh, i do not know but that is a wonderful wonderful way to look at it my brain hurts <laughs> uh, okay um so I think probably looking for Cavalian starting on the island of Chantium is going to be our best starting point. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Right. Is um, Lorenzo, are there like wayfinders or something to hire out to find people? Or did I already ask this? I don't remember. Um, no, you did not. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could hire, say, a ship like this if you choose to, and, and we could take you places. But as far as... Are you, are you talking like a bounty hunter? Uh, just someone who can possibly think better than we can to find what we need to find. Well, if you are searching for that person, I guarantee we can help you out. But uh, of course, there are other people you could ask in Chantium as well. What's the currency? Well, I, tr I actually trade in gold, as do most people. Oh. You'll find that most people do not intend to stay here in the realm of chaos uh -huh. for the rest of their life. That makes other sense. than the gifts, right? <laughs> 
what do the githari use for currency? Gold as well? They use gold because they trade with people like me. Okay. I don't know what they use internally. <clears throat> gotcha. So if uh, if there is no time here, do the githari live forever then? No, they do age. And it's not that there's no time here. It's just that time works differently. Oh. If someone was to become trapped in this plane and had no <laughs> gold, would they have no way out? Have no gold? They, if they had nothing to trade for a way out and they became trapped here, would they be trapped or would people be willing to help them out in return for money on a different plane? It's a great question. I, you know, most people do want money up front here because who knows what happens whenever we land in, in their plane. If we do end up um, helping them escape to their plane and, and they go to their reality and their world's already destroyed, then we make no money. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. And in my head, I'm just saying that was just in case to find out if this guy is stuck here or if he's choosing to stay here. Smart. So you say the worlds could be destroyed. Does that happen often? Uh, it, uh, it can, yeah, absolutely. The there are there are many times when, um, yes, I mean it just seems to be the natural progress is that the destruction of um, the world sounds about right. Yes, that's just natural. Yes, as I understand it, it must be hard for you to build a life outside of this plane if you go back to your plane. It's all different times. Yes, well, I, if I went back to my plane, I um, it would know no one anymore. Um, my plane is suffering from a horrific drought. It seems um, all the it, it seems that um, all the magic users have drained reality of its heart, uh, or nature of its heart, and it's basically a desolate wasteland at this point. It wasn't when I left, but so I choose to live wherever I am. Good philosophy. The ship is home. Right. <laughs> will, will you be staying long in Chantium? Oh, uh, probably about a day. We, we don't have a uh, commission right now, so we'll be looking for that. Um, and uh, we do need a, a little R&R. Um, you know, get some drinks, enjoy some food, talk with people who aren't us, and um, then get a new job. Excellent. Might I inquire as to your normal fees? Well, um, if we're staying on this plane, then it's just 50 gold. If there's danger involved with it above and beyond just the danger of the plane, then we would take another 70 or another 25 on top of that. Oh, excellent. That is good to know. Because more than likely, we will need <coughs> We will probably end up extra needing service. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I figured uh, people who don't, uh, uh, people who aren't in the dangerous business don't just randomly show up here for the most part, except for those gaggle of babies, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, excellent. So how much longer to Tantium? Uh, we should be there shortly. Okay. Probably enough time if, if you need to take a nap or get a few hours rest, but we will be there um, soon, relatively speaking. Might I meet your, um, it's... Was it Dear Catcher? Dear Catcher Salise? Uh, Katrine? Katrine? Oh, yes, yes. Um, that'll be fine. We're, we're pretty close now, so she should be winding down. Um, and they he takes you below the ship, and um, there you see a uh, high elf woman. She's sitting in a chair. Um, you notice that she has um, some tubes attached to her arms and, like, IV bags you know, hanging down and attached to it and her eyes look bloodshot she looks exhausted um, but she does smile as as you walk in 
and uh, Lorenzo says, uh, Katrine, uh, I, um, I figured you didn't need to focus quite so much now. Um, this is Garen. He is a, um, I guess, stranded individual that we've found out there and have brought him on. Is everyone else here too, by the way? Or Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. She says, hello. Welcome. Thank you for your hospitality. Um, are you all right? Yes, it's just been, uh, it, it takes a lot out of you to hold the ship and actually the sh- holding the ship together is the easy part, but uh, traveling through this realm can be very difficult and it's exhausting and that's why I make sure to have these uh, little magical potions shooting into my veins constantly so I can stay awake during the journey. That does not sound fun at all. <sighs> Will you be disembarking with us or are you like attached to the ship? No, I can disembark as well. Once we well, actually get to Chantium, the uh, reality of Chantium will will be able to hold the ship together. It doesn't need me focusing on it. As soon as enough people actually see the ship, they'll believe the ship is there as a ship and it'll stay. Excellent. Well, I hope you will join us for a drink. That would be nice. Yeah, I think I will definitely do that. Excellent. I do not mean to disturb you further, uh, especially because I don't want to be obliterated by breaking your concentration. <clears throat> oh, that's quite all right. We're 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 basically coasting in. It'll just be landing that I actually need to uh, stay focused on. Excellent. Well, it's a pleasure, Katrine. And uh, I, we will talk soon. I look forward to it. And I guess just leave. To... <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you guys want to talk about or do before we get to the Chantium? Um... I think I would describe in detail what I remember Abernathy looking like. Just so I could be like, help me look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do uh, make your way to Chantium. You see it is a basically a floating island. You do see other ships docked. And they do have like an actual dock set up for these um, other types of ships. Some looks like some look like actual ships you would see in your own world, like this one you're on. Others look like they could be living creatures. Other looks others look like they're just blobs of flesh, um, or completely alien in a way that you don't. It's hard for your brain to even comprehend. Like as you look at it, it seems to change shape um, without ever being really solid, but also not completely fluid. And the you see you do see there's a, a little town area and. Um, um, sort of in the center of town, you see a adamantium. It almost looks like just a small house that seemed to be the true center point of the island. And with that, we will call this episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, Season 2, Episode 9, Deer Catching Solise. None of us are really actually sure what Alex said, but that's what I heard, even though her name was Katrine. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star review on whatever app you happen to listen to our podcast on. If you'd like to support us further, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash beholdersipod. Please check us out at beholdersipod or on our website, beholdersicast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie, at Metzgirl. Ryan, who plays Dulat, APU, and Usk at Duff Duff the Third. Ben, who plays Garen and Drathan at Miro4D2. Sam, who plays Siobhan, and Nita, at Samsalat007. And Alex, our DM, at AlexTheDMBE. Editing by Sam Canary. Musical and effects editing by Ben Floyd. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. All music from filmmusic.io. 
Blood Eagle by Alexander Nakarada, SerpentSoundStudios.com. Cinematic Suspense Series, Episode 4 by Sasha Inda. Opium, Symmetry, Healing, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Sound effects by Zapsplat.com.